Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. your host Jordana Levine and today we're going to be exploring the Cancer New Moon which is also a solar eclipse. We'll be touching on some of the themes of cancer season and we'll be looking at Mercury retrograde. Yes we've just gone into Mercury retrograde which takes us to a total of five planets in retrograde. There's actually going to be two new moons in the sign of cancer this year. Surprise! (laughs) The first will take place on June 21st and will also be a solar eclipse. So that's the one we're talking about today. And the second one will be on July 20, July 21st, depending on where you are, while the sun is still in Cancer. So usually what will happen is the sun will have moved into the next sign by the next new moon, but it's sitting on the cusp of cancer season, which is why we're getting two cancer new moons. So a double new moon is very rare. And I believe the gift of such a phenomenon is the opportunity to really embody and integrate the energy and lessons of the season in which they fall. So in this case, cancer season, which is very much about feeling the feels. So if you're anything like me and you tend to run away from feeling things, then you're going to get a doozy of a month ahead of you. The first Cancer New Moon, which is the one we'll concentrate on this episode, does take place on Sunday, June 21st, and it will be at 4.41pm in Sydney, 7.41am in London, and 2.41am in New York. And this Cancer New Moon is also a solar eclipse. As you may remember, we experienced a lunar eclipse with the Sagittarius full moon two weeks ago. This is now the second eclipse in a cluster of three, and it is a solar eclipse. So what's the difference? Well, a lunar eclipse occurs when the earth passes between the moon and the sun, and the earth's shadow obscures the moon or a portion of it. A solar eclipse is when the moon passes between the earth and the sun, blocking all or a portion of the sun. So a lunar eclipse will block the moon and a solar eclipse will block the sun. Energetically, they both maintain heightened energy, but this particular eclipse is the most powerful of this year because it takes place moments after the solstice. So it'll be the winter or summer solstice, depending on what hemisphere you reside in. This is energetically a potent time for big change, an unveiling of a new world, a new way of life, an emergence of a new way of existing. Energetically, that's what eclipses bring, but it's also what the solstice brings. So when we put them together, whoa, 
big energy. And I mean, could current world events not be more reflective of this? 2020 has delivered us some doozies in terms of pivotal turning points that have instigated incredible restructuring, new perspectives, and waves of radicalism and revolution that we just didn't see coming six months ago. This is now possible in your own life too. So we've seen it on a really macro level, and now it's about inviting it into your micro world. The power of this eclipse won't just be felt this weekend, and this is what's important to note. It's permanently shifting us into a new state. So allow yourself space to feel into what is unraveling. You might recall last episode, I spoke of an unveiling that occurs during eclipse energy. So that applies here too. It could be something new emerging from the shadows, or perhaps what began to emerge with the Sagittarius full moon a couple of weeks ago is stepping out even more this weekend. But let's take a step back for a minute and look at the energy of the new moon in Cancer. So I've told you a lot about what the eclipse energy will bring up, but the specific themes that are coming up with that heightened sensitivity and that heightened energy, that will be coming from the sign of Cancer. So Cancer is actually ruled by the moon. So La Luna always feels very at home in the sign of Cancer. And home really is the operative word here. Cancer is symbolized by the crab, and crabs find solace and comfort in their shell. Cancer energy is much the same. It craves emotional security and it gives and receives from the heart. It yearns to belong and believes that everyone is equally worthy of love and acceptance. And it is no coincidence that revolutions and uprisings surrounding race, gender and sexuality are rife not only as we enter cancer season, but a double cancer new moon and a solar eclipse. The world starts to make sense, doesn't it, when you start to hear all of this fall into place. The mantra for cancer is I feel. So while it's likely that you'll feel a bunch of emotions over the next month while the sun is in cancer, otherwise affectionately known as cancer season, you'll really feel your emotions on a deep, level during this new moon and eclipse and your sensitivity will be heightened and amplified. So we've just come out of Gemini season and you might remember the mantra for Gemini was I think. Okay so we've come out of a space of um, processing everything through the mind, being quite analytical about it, logical, literal. Now we're shifting into cancer and we're being asked to process through emotion and feeling. So for someone who's very Gemini dominant, I find cancer season a little tricky. If you're a water sign, so if you're a Pisces, Scorpio or Cancer, you'll find the energy a little bit more familiar. You'll you'll be used to dropping into your emotions and processing stuff through your feelings. The earth signs might struggle a little bit. The air signs, Libra, Aquarius, Gemini will definitely struggle a little bit in a water season. Who's left? Fire. You guys should do okay. You're not too bad with your emotions. But just feel into it. Know that feelings that are arising are trying to tell you a story. So get curious about what your feels are trying to tell you. 
they're not just there as an inconvenience or an overreaction. They're there as a symbol, a flag, perhaps a red flag in some cases. They're an integral piece of the processing puzzle. A massive part of this heightened sensitivity that you're likely to experience, not only in cancer season, but with this cancer new moon and solar eclipse, is the level of awareness that you will have, specifically self-awareness. Yeah. So in terms of self-awareness, it might be a heightened intuition. You could find um, that you have increased psychic abilities, Um, but you might also find awareness when it comes to others. So this ability to tune into other people's vibrational frequencies, which funnily enough, all of those things are symptoms of mercury retrograde, which we've slipped into for the next three weeks, but we'll get to that We'll get to that in a bit. If you're feeling a little tender this month, especially this weekend, and you find that words cut a little deeper and you feel the intensity of not just your emotions, but the emotions of others, because we're all experiencing the same moon, know that it's cancer energy and it's here to deepen the self-awareness piece. And I'm sure I've said it before, but self-awareness really is your greatest superpower. Both cancer and the moon carry maternal energy. They are the caregivers and nurturers. But what's most important this cancer season and under this cancer new moon is that you take the time to care for, nourish and support yourself. You'll need it because whatever comes up for you during this eclipse and the next one, which will happen um, with the what's next Capricorn full moon on July 5 is likely going to need maternal support and nourishment and who better to provide it than you before we chat about everyone's favorite astrological backspin mercury retrograde let's look at some of the ways you can work with the new moon in cancer first of all make your home a haven in Australia it's winter and seasonally it's a time of hibernation But cancer loves creating a sanctuary in their home that they can hide away in when the outside world gets too much. And I think we can all relate to this somewhat at the moment. After isolation ended, we were expecting to never want to be at home again. But collectively, I know definitely for me, it's almost like the opposite has happened. We're appreciating the creature comforts of home. And this weekend is a great time to move some things around at home, create some space that makes you want to hibernate for a while. So create a little sanctuary for yourself. It might be a little bit of redecoration. It could be moving some furniture around. It could be lighting some candles in the home, buying some fresh flowers, whatever it might be for you, but just making your home a safe and nurturing space. The other thing you might like to contemplate under this new moon in Cancer is connecting with family and friends. Cancer really is about connection to loved ones. And this is the perfect weekend for some family time. But caveat, please be aware of heightened sensitivities, yours and others. So if your family is a little testing, perhaps just send your love from a distance. Something else you might like to do is make others feel at home. Cancer is all-inclusive, so if you sense someone feels out of place or isolated, make them feel more at home and included. 
reaching out to someone and letting them know they're safe and supported will be so energetically profound for someone in need this weekend. I also encourage you all to have a good cry. The feels are going to come this weekend. I've warned you of that several times. Please let the tears flow. This is how we process. This is what allows us to move through our shit so it doesn't manifest in other ways. So if you feel tears coming on, don't hold them back, let them out. Plus, a good old cry releases toxins from the body, both physical and energetic toxins. So it's a really good idea that if you feel it bubbling up, if you feel it surfacing, just let it flow. I'm the first person to to push tears back, but I'm encouraging you to let them out. And then lastly, you might like to consider jumping in a body of water. Cancer is the first of the water signs and there's nothing more cleansing during a water season than immersing yourself in it. So swim, bathe, shower, paddle, whatever feels energetically cleansing for you. Really beautiful thing to do um, in an eclipse as well because it's very much this idea of cleansing the old you and emerging as the new you. If you want to set some intentions under this new moon, which I always recommend, I have an intention setting circle and yin class available for Lunar Lover members to help you connect with the energy of the Cancer New Moon and to allow you to integrate and embody the feelings you place behind your intentions. To become a Lunar Lover member, you can click the link in the show notes of this episode or head to jordanalevine.com forward slash lunar lover. Now, Mercury retrograde. So Mercury went into retrograde on June 18 and it will last until July 12. And as I mentioned earlier, this brings us to a grand total of five planets in retrograde, soon to be six, but we'll talk about that when it happens. But I mean, in a year that's brought us devastation, challenge, uprising, and a little old pandemic, is a three-week backwards jaunt of the planet of communication really such a big deal? I actually think it's a gift. And I talk about this a lot when I talk about Mercury retrograde. There are so many things that we can talk about that goes wrong during a retrograde, but there are so many highlights too. Mercury and I are friends from way back. She rules my sun, my moon, my Venus, and my ascendant. So even if I have no astrological dates at my disposal, I could intuitively tell you the microsecond she does her backwards spin. And because it is cancer season and our sensitivities are heightened, you're probably going to be able to feel Mercury retrograde amplified as well. Yeah. And this is a good thing. So not only are all your spidey senses going to be heightened, but you're also going to have a deeper access to your intuition have a greater awareness of other people's feelings and vibrations, and you're going to be able to trust your psychic niggles and gut instincts. And if you remember, this is what I told you the eclipse was going to help you with too. So it is really amplified at the moment, guys. So if you have a question that you need answered, please go within yourself. The answer is inside of you, I promise. This is the time to be listening to your own intuition. However. Considering everything that is happening in the world right now, it's also time to consider your communication, especially your words and the power that they hold. Miscommunication is not a given during a Mercury retrograde, 
unless you fail to be clear and conscious with how you convey your message. So please consume at a rate you can comprehend and broadcast at a rate that you can maintain integrity. Another upside of Mercury Retrograde is that I don't have to warn you about checking your flights because none of us are really flying anywhere. So that's a bonus. But do be conscious of travel during a Mercury Retrograde. It just means checking your plans twice. Technical errors. I mean, I've already had a microphone break this morning and um, some Wi-Fi issues. So just being conscious of that. And just please be conscious of your communication. So just make sure that when you're writing emails, any sort of text messages, voicemails, just that you're being very clear and concise in how you want your message to be received. But I think the biggest thing that you can take away from the retrogrades, all of them, but especially Mercury retrograde, is to slow down. Yeah, so remember to respond, don't react. Breathe deep on the reg. Listen to your intuition and remember that healing is just as important as creation. Yeah, I'm actually currently healing from quite a big surgery and I'm finding it very, very, very tricky to just rest and slow down because I want to start creating and working on new projects. But I've really had to pull myself back and keep telling myself that the healing process is just as important and rewarding as the creation process. So take from that what you will and apply it to your own circumstance. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a screenshot of it on your phone and share it on your Instagram stories. Make sure you tag me at Jordana Levine. Until next moon, I am Jordana Levine and you've been listening to Luna Lover, the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.